We should be all good now. Broke the laptop out, so it shouldn't be no issue. Got the mixer mixed there. The mixer is plugged into the laptop, so we should be fine. I hear you. I see levels when you talk, so that's usually a good sign. That's good. I think the problem is with my work laptop, it's weird because, like, if I'm on Zoom, I have to have the headphones in. Otherwise, I can't hear anybody. Oh. I guess with Google Meets, I have to have the headphones out so I can hear everybody. So it's being a dick fucking computers yeah fucking computers <laughs> i don't know why we got into this field i know exactly i know i started a job on fucking or tomorrow hell i'm gonna say on monday like that's not tomorrow yeah i won't hopefully be it works out a lot better than the last one yeah last one was some bullshit i went up there to go take on my badge because they were like hey can you go bring the badge back i was like sure and i called them they didn't answer i was like hey, i left a message i'm about to be bring y'all y'all shit and they didn't respond so i was like all right well fuck y'all then i walked over to the main building knocked on the door and security dude came up and was like hey i was like i'm gonna give you my badge he's like oh you're done i was like i'm done he's like oh okay <laughs> and i just walked out never heard back from none of them either so fuck them yeah they must have got what they wanted pretty i guess much. that's a good sign hey i got what i wanted for sure i told him to get the yeah. fuck out of my life <laughs> that job sucked and some bait and switchy ass shit too i wasn't feeling that man i wonder about this movie though because apparently you own this too right uh, yes, I did. I saw it on uh, Vinegar Syndrome when it came out at the time. Uh looked interesting, so I bought it. That's how I usually buy Vinegar Syndrome Same stuff. Here. Well, I got that yeah. yearly subscription shit, so I just get whatever. But this is one of them VSA, so I specifically bought this bitch. And we're going to talk about this, but you got to send me to that music, though, Mike. Theme music. Dino Protocol. Let's go. Video video What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. It's Mike, there you the go. homie Mike Bagford. Mike What's going Bagford. on? Not a lot, man. Needed to get. I'm, I'm technically ahead because we uh, recorded another episode that will be out by the time you hear this, and I forgot to do that. So let me go ahead and mute that phone right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to stay ahead of the game. So I was like, that's why this is so random. Mike is actually joining me at like no second notice. I just threw up a Twitter thing like, hey, I'm about to watch a movie. You want to watch one too? Yeah, sure. I, I'll, I'll abandon dad duties for a couple of hours to That's do right. a podcast. I'm contributing to bad parenting. That sounds about right, folks. I was just going to say, her grandma's watching her. She's fine. Oh, it's, did, did she watch Red Surf with you, though? No. Ah, well, we'll find out if that's a good thing or not. I was going to say, though, I, I talked. P came by yesterday. The whole family came by yesterday, actually. <laughs> Even his dog came by. I was like, PJ got the best dog. He got a dog named Isis Blue. And the dog legitimately came in, sat down near the front door, never barked one time. I love that dog. That's how it should be. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and just relax. I went out for a walk. I was like, one day, other day, I was like, you know, I'm going to just go out for a walk. Went by every single fucking house. Every time you just hear barking constantly. That shit drives me fucking crazy. It's like, 
There was one dog, though. It was like, you bark once or twice, realize ain't nothing popping, you go about your business. The ones that just constantly keep barking, fuck those dogs. I can't stand that shit. That shit is annoying. That's just my pet peeve right there, my rant for the day. But no, I talked to PJ. Well, I won't put all his business out there, but I would just say, it's looking like it might not be around for a little bit long. <laughs> nothing, I mean, nothing bad, really. Like, we just, just he's he's got shit coming up. I won't say no more than that. I'll let him tell it if he wants to. So, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Episode 268 is Red Surf. We both bought this movie from Vinegar Syndrome. I saw the cover. I'm like, I got it right here in my hands. I said, okay. So I was like, you got George Clooney, super young, with a gun right there. Or not even with a gun. He don't even have a gun. It's just his face. That should have been a sign. But then you got Gene Simmons with a motherfucking, like, what's that? What is it? AK-47? It don't look like an AK in his hand in the picture, though. It got like a scope and shit. like a sniper rifle almost. I don't know. But Gene Simmons got guns. And last time we talked about Gene Simmons was uh, what, Never Too Young to Die. Yeah. So it was like, he's been here before. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to buy that movie. It looks like a nice action movie. Everybody got guns on the cover. And then I watch a trailer and seen a dude get shotgun blasted in the back of the fucking head. And I'm like, let's get it. I talked earlier about baiting switches. I won't say no more than that. Mike, this came out in 1989. An hour and 44 minutes. No money figures. That. Oh, nope, no spoilers, Mike. <laughs> but I did too. IMDb scores something point nine out of 10. What you think it got? Uh, I'm going to say 7.5. Wrong! Could you hear that? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, I was going to let you know again. One more time. Wrong! There you go. No. All something right. point I'm, nine. I'm wrong there. <laughs> I'm going to get one more shot. One more shot. Something point nine is way lower than seven. 3.9. Explosion on that ass. That's right. 3.9 out of 10, 657 votes. So not even seen by that many people. Usually when they're that low of like people voting, it's usually higher. But that many people watched it and gave it that lowest score. So that tells you something, folks. Rotten Tomatoes score. The critics, of course, said, fuck this movie. I don't even know if it came out in theaters. Audience did give it a score, though, Mike. What do you think they gave it? I'm going to say 39. 39? Wrong! Lower. 27. Wrong! Lower. 16. Wrong! Higher. 20. Wrong! Higher. 22. There's the number I was looking for. 22%. So nobody likes this movie. It seems anyway. I did see on, on Letterboxd there was a bunch of five-star reviews, and we'll talk about if they're crazy or not. This is directed by H. Gordon Booz, which should have been another sign for me right there, and it's a name. He only directed like three other movies, I think two like Robert Patrick I saw, and I have never heard of any of this shit. But fuck it, this movie is starring George Clooney, Doug Savant, D.D. Pfeiffer, and Gene Simmons, and I don't care to write nobody else's name down. Now, Mike, you get the pleasure of seeing it on camera. Look at the notes I have for this movie. This is... I'm going to see you can see the whole page. There's nothing there. No notes. So this is going to be a, probably a quick episode. I don't know how this is going to go. I got seven pages of notes. You are a fucking liar. That, I, I'm right. <laughs> I, show me the show me the like, it's like It's just... Yeah. Um, is it one line per page? You really wrote it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, we definitely take different notes. See, he's the guy in school where he got the notebook. I'm the guy that's, like, writing on the back of my hand and shit. <laughs> well, you know what, fuck you. you got the notes, man. Shit. Mike, how's it start? All right, this starts out as on some shots of water with some, like, kind of low-key, slow music. And some, like, somber shit. Like, you about to watch a drama or something. 
Watch, I guess, actually. Spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. What is this category? Why are you talking? I'm going to see what this is categorized under real quick. Action, crime, and drama. Huh. Okay. All right, Mike, my bad. I didn't even cut you off. That's <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, it shows this car on a cliff, and then you see another car driving up, and it's uh, George Clooney. His character's name is Mark. Mark? Yeah, Mark. Uh Ramar or something like Ramar, that. Ramar, yeah, that's what I kept yeah. thinking of James every time he said. And then the other <laughs> no, guy Rebar. is called. Was it Rebar or Remar? Oh, oh, what shit. do I have it written down as? It might be Remar. Got too many notes now. That's the problem. I see you got more. I got less. It, oh, it's Remar. Sorry. Okay, you was right. I okay. fucked that up. See, James. I was. I said, I said James. I, 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 all right. I'm, there may have been naps. That's all I'll say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Remar and the other guy who is called Attila, uh, they're driving up, and it looks like it's a gal and a guy on the car that's on the edge of the cliff. That's and right, living on the apparently, edge. Yeah, apparently <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, apparently that's Attila's girlfriend, so mm. they pretty much want to fuck with them right now. Yes, sir. How do so, you fuck with him now? Well, they start driving the car towards the other car that's on the edge of the cliff. Mm-hmm. Problem is, the brakes are out, so they have to jump out. Tuck and roll. Um, they, yeah, they end up crashing into the other car. The other couple jumps off, but the car goes crashing down towards the cliff. I was very curious what type of movie I was getting. I, remember I saw the trailer a while back. We actually watched this trailer before we did Hobgoblins, so it's been since that episode because we almost did that movie instead of Hobgoblins. And <laughs> I won't say no more than that. But um, so yeah, so George Clooney and the other guy, they're in the car, and they're dropping all of the f words like a motherfucker. Not fuck, yeah. that's the good f word, not the bad f word. They're dropping a lot of those, and they will continue to do so throughout the movie. And you see, I kind of, I wondered what was going on. Like I knew it wasn't gonna be no shootout because at first he's like, "Oh, that's my girl over there." He's like, "She's a fuck that bitch." He's like, "You want go? You want go kill that? You want go fuck him up?" And he's like, "Nah, let's go fuck with him." And I didn't know what was happening at first because when they. I thought at first they knocked him off with the car. I was like, damn, he just killed her? Like, that's a hell of a way to start the movie. But then you find out, nope, it's all a practical joke. And the homies put on wigs and they're posing as the girl just to be assholes. And I knew from this moment forward, it gets solidified in the next scene because my next note is party for assholes. (laughs) And I knew immediately, like, oh, I want them all to die. I, I might get that wish, I won't say, but I wanted them all to die. So all this dramaticizing and shit, there's all this character development. I gave no fucks because I wanted them all to die. Yeah, especially uh, that fake Baldwin guy. Yes, he was the main. Well, yeah, I got it. It wasn't good enough. I'll say that. But your boy, Mark, got a girly named Rebecca. Yep. Seemingly super the fuck out of place with everything else going on. I don't know. Anita watched this with me and she was like. This motherfucker would never, ever fuck with George Clooney's character. Because I guess she's in there upset. They went in there, oh, you know, they off on their little bullshit again. But he's like, hey, look, I got you a guitar, though. And everything is all fine now. Mike, yeah, you and Gurley, you with, I don't know, it's hypothetically super mad. And you about to cuss her the fuck out. But then she brings you a guitar signed by, I don't know, fucking david bowie or some shit i don't know <laughs> all right do you do you instantly forgive um depends on the brand of guitar maybe gibson okay that's cool <laughs> all is forgiven if it's a fucking squire then hell no but what if it's signed by billy squire 
double helmet. <laughs> I was just throwing names out there. I don't even know the fuck I'm talking about, bro. But <laughs> does Billy Squire play a guitar? Uh, yes, he does. Oh, we know. Edit that out, Brent. I know what I'm talking about. Fuck that. <laughs> Billy Squire. Brent knows his rock music. Is he the one that did the big beat? Yes, he is. Ah, that's hot. There you go. Super hip hop samples for you right there. He also did that very embarrassing uh, music video in the early 80s, Which Rock one? Me Tonight. Oh, is that when you like dancing around the room or like, yeah, gyro- I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, that shit had me dying. I think I saw <laughs> it was like a list of like the worst music videos. I think that's how I saw that. Because I was thinking, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember because I was like, oh, that's the dude that did the big beat. I didn't know other, that's the only song his I ever knew. So I thought they would all sound like that. And then I saw the video and I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Well, he also has a song called The Stroke. Why does that sound familiar? I might stroke know. me, stroke me. Oh, that's uh, that's it fucking Billy Madison, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, when he was posing and they was clowning him. That's right. See, thank you, multimedia. That's how I know a lot of shit. <laughs> Shout out to Billy Madison. Too. I don't, you know, Adam Sandler get a lot of fucking dissing and everything, but that, I fucking love that movie. I do, too. He had like he had a nice little stretch there for when he first dropped. It was what it was Billy Madison, uh, what kind uh, Happy of Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Uh, I've never seen the Wedding Singer, but everybody always tells me how great it is. Um, Water Boy. Yeah. Then he had the Big Daddy. Then he had Mr. D's and all. Like he had a nice little stretch there, and then it's just dipped after a while. Like when Little Nicky and shit might have been like when the dip started. Yeah. So I never finished that one. I was like, yeah, this sucks. Shout out to Adam Sandler. Like, I still need to watch Uncut Gems too. When I was a little dude and I had my hair cut low, my, my mom's for me. So it's talking about, oh, you look just like Adam Sandler. So I used to hear that a lot growing up. Uh, so she got the guitar. Oh, and she's she's mad. That's why she was mad. I'm glad I wrote that note down. So I'm like, I don't even know why she was mad no more. But she's mad because they don't spend enough time alone because he's out there doing his drug dealing or whatever the fuck he's doing. And she wants to talk about something serious at the time, but she doesn't really want to indulge in it right away just oh, because. I didn't even notice he's that. He's off on his own thing, yeah. Oh, so that came up here then, huh? See, they threw it in there, and I wasn't I already wasn't paying much attention. <laughs> <laughs> Introduced to Doc, old Gene Simmons, Mike. How much do you love Kiss? Um, I like Kiss. Well, here's the thing. This is what I say about Kiss, and Pat mm-hmm. Francis from Rock Solid says the same thing. I love Kiss, mm-hmm. but they also suck. <laughs> Why do they suck? Well, there's there's just like a lot of drama concerned with that band. Also, they kind of write some stupid ass lyrics from time to time. Ah, I've heard a lot of their songs suck. There's a lot of great (laughs) ones, but there's a lot of sucky songs too. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say that. When I growing up as a kid, I didn't listen to a lot of rock and roll, but I knew about Kiss because Kiss was every fucking word. Kiss had a Dreamcast game and a pinball game and all kind of crazy shit. It was like Kiss Psycho Circus. Might have been the name of that video game. Yeah. That shit sucked. <laughs> that was my introduction to why introduction to why Kiss sucked because I played that video game. Like there's a two pack of ass out here in the streets. I couldn't do it even back then. There are a couple of their songs I've heard that I like though. But I think my main exposure to Kiss has been listening to all these podcasters talk about that goddamn Phantom of the Park movie. I've heard like eighty podcasts talk about that <laughs> shit. Starting with Brendan and Nathan, I was I heard it from them. No, sorry, they were second. Now playing did it first, I heard. But Brendan Nathan was early in the game. And they did it twice. So shout out to them for watching that twice. You got a copy of that movie in your collection somewhere? Is that a movie that rocks? 
<laughs> um, I do have that because it's part of Kissology Volume 2, which is like a DVD set, and that's like the first disc. I thought you said Kiss it Orgy is... for a second. <laughs> Kiss <laughs> Orgy? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that. <laughs> if Gene Simmons can make money off of it, he probably would make a Kiss Orgy. I bet would. money. Well, there was a thing where he like took a Polaroid of every girl that he slept with, and it was oh. like... It was about like 5,000 Polaroids, but he had to burn them because of his wife at the time, which, <laughs> which is probably a good idea yeah. for him to do, but yeah, he would have made money off of it if he released them. They just do like Madonna, put it all in a book. <laughs> I've always been curious to look at that book. I've, I've, like, I've glanced at it, but I've never actually like sat and like really looked through that book. I, I just looked up through the internet. That's true. I don't, I, like, I'm talking about books and shit. Like People still <laughs> look at book with paper. Fuck that. Well, I got two books coming in from Amazon. Ooh, what you got? What you got? What you got coming? Uh, two Prince books. Uh, they're oh. about the recording sessions of uh, 19, of uh, Purple Rain through uh, Sign of the Times. How many times have you seen Purple Rain? Um, I've seen it all the way through once, I think. And then I've seen it a lot, bits and pieces of it a lot when it was on VH1. You know how many times I've seen day? Purple Rain? Zero. Zero. I own it though. <laughs> I have Purple Rain and Graffiti Bridge. I don't have Under the Cherry Moon yet. I will get a copy of that at some point. I will watch them. I just don't know when. Oh man! But you see, I'm trying to fill time, folks, because I don't I have a lot to talk about here. But uh, the deal is on. They're talking Thank to you. Doc. <laughs> so I forgot where I was. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's telling them not tonight. These are jet skis, right? Yeah. Okay. I was, I'm. I, I don't be near water, so I was. I immediately thought of Jet Moto, the PS1 game. So I was like, oh, that must be what these are. So they got some jet skis with your boy Doc. Is like, or Gene Simmons, whatever. It's like, not tonight. And they're like, yeah, fuck you. We're taking them anyway. And then they go riding out on jet skis. And there's a funny thing that happened. Uh, I was writing notes down. And at the same time, I was texting my brother James because he was asked about, uh, when are you getting Dave Matthews band tickets? <laughs> and Doc says a line to them. Like, I guess they're like, being hyper and shit and he's like hey keep your ass wide <laughs> so i wrote that down the notes think it was in the notes it, it not it ended up not being in the notes it went to my brother <laughs> i can't lie that's always the best when shit like that happens it sucks in the moment but then that's always a story you'll always hear about so i remember years ago i did something similar with an ex-girlfriend where i was text supposed to be texting something to my brother and it went to her on accident and that led to a big argument i'll just say but now I look back on it and laugh because who gives a fuck? I don't even know where she at no more. So fuck you. I know where my brother at. I could track his ass with my iPhone now. So I got that iPhone now. So I can see where everybody at. But it's all I can't see where I'm at though. You share your location with me. I don't share with you. That's how we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they on the jet skis. They're going out to go get. I, what did I call it? I, I thought I was like, oh, they're going to go out to get a tube in the water. And she's like, it's a buoy. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. Buoys. I, yeah. I ain't, I ain't know. I don't think. Well, no, I, I've been to a beach once now. I've, I could say I've been to the water once. I know I, you probably know about it. You stay in Ohio too. I've been to Allen Creek, the little man made bullshit. Maybe to like the sludge water or something. People used to call it <laughs> back in the day. You see the little Simpsons fish with the three eyeballs pop out that motherfucker. But uh, what was. Oh, it was drugs. Drugs in the buoy. Yeah. But I was wondering because I was reading online a little bit about the movie and I did watch a little bit of the behind the scenes shit. And they said a lot of this stuff, not surprisingly, was riffing. Just like them just going off script, just doing shit. And there's a part where the cop is coming and George Clooney's dunking the dude's head in the water. He looks legit pissed about it. 
And I'm thinking that might have been like legit anger. Because he was just dunking the shit out of my dude's head out to the water. Holding <laughs> it. Or maybe just good acting. I don't know. I don't think that part, though. But well, th- that asshole was annoying. I would have drowned him, too. Yeah, maybe George Clooney was like the same as us. Like, just shut the fuck up. It was at this moment, though, I kind of realized. what I was like, this movie is going to not be what I thought it was. Because I'm like, there's no, like, shootout. The cops don't even, like, come over there. They just kind of drive slowly past. And I was like, oh, I was just like, uh-oh. It might have, the alarms is going off in my head already. Because nothing happens. They just get the drugs and leave. That's it. That's the yeah. drama. And then probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. <laughs> it's just saying a lot, folks. But they're driving up the street. And you got the Latino homies in the street. They just arguing about something. And George Clooney and the homie pull up on them. And they all the anger they had toward each other, they now focus towards George Clooney because now you fucking up our fight. And they drive off. And you think that's the end of it. But then at some point, they just randomly drive up in the car, cut these motherfuckers off. And they just start yelling at him. And then some dudes jump out of the van and smack the shit out of the guy. It's like, yo, my bad, homie. We'll take you to the boss or some shit like that. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. Just the fact that they just broke up a fight and then they chased him all the way down the street. Because I can see this happening in real life, probably. And them sirens in the background. I don't know if you hear them or not. No, I, I swear, man. I don't know if the podcast is like a curse, but it's like every time I start recording, it sounds like niggas die. Like every time. It's always. It's not just the police. It's ambulances out there. The funny thing is, like, when I play that Name That Tune game, I think that's the moment when everyone, every semi, every motorcycle, every mm-hmm. wild car decides to go drive up down the road. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing, too. You always hear the mm-hmm. shit. I never understood this. Are you a car guy, Mike? No. Okay, me neither. I don't give a fuck about him. I don't even like driving. As if you saw that Fast and Furious stream, you see that's pretty much, <laughs> I can't even drive into video games. But, um, I never understood that, like, having the, I guess, the, the, the loud-ass motor. The Hemi and all that type of shit. That shit is annoying to me. I can't stand yeah. that sound. Especially if you're out and driving and you got the window down this next to a car with this loud ass noise and shit. It make your car sound like a hoopty to me. Because as far as I know, like when you hear a car make a noise, usually that car is a piece of shit. But I guess in some circles that, oh, listen to that engine. Oh, yeah. Listen to turbine. That shit sucks. I don't care. Fuck all that. Is it just me or you feel the same way? I feel the same way. Okay. It's, just, it's obnoxious as fuck. I can't stand that noise. It's like what they be talking about when you're compensating for something. It's like, oh, I got a big engine, but you got baby balls. That's why they got to put them on back of the truck swinging. That's your biggest balls right there on the truck. <laughs> I always laugh when I see those. I actually saw some for the first time in years, not too long ago. And funny enough, they were hanging off the back of a pickup truck that had a sticker on the back that had a picture of the Punisher logo, but with Trump hair. Uh. <laughs> I was like, you know, those two things go right together, bro. or three things even. Did those dumbasses just not read Punisher comics or watch any of the films? Or Mike, I'm under the impression that none of these motherfuckers have read Punisher comics. <laughs> <laughs> or they've seen the clips from the movie of just him shooting bad guys, and that's all they. That's all they got from the whole movie is, oh, he killed the bad guys. But it's like, yeah, he just ignored all the other emotional. Tra- like, no, as much as I love the Punisher, nobody w- should want to be the Punisher. That's a fucked up right. character to be. But all they know is, hey, he killed a bad guy and all that. And see, even I was like that, but I was a kid. I'm older now. I'm a little bit wiser. And I don't want to be the Punisher no more. I just like to read the Punisher. But some people, I guess, never got to that evolutionary stage, apparently. Calling you dumbasses, folks, in case you didn't realize. <laughs> but whatever. They take him to what I put in my notes as the super trap. Because it looked like a big trap house. 
there's a guy getting beat up and questioned. And I thought, and it wasn't just me, because she said the same thing. We both thought that this was the guy that got thrown into the van getting beat up and interrogated, but it's another guy because they bring that guy inside. And I was super confused. I was like, wait, all right, fuck it. But I think the one guy that's first, he's getting beat down. And they're asking him questions. I think he's lying because then they bring in the dude from the street and he says something else. And they're like, oh, really? That's one thing about this movie. It's a lot of snitching in this movie. <laughs> Six Nine would love this. I was uh, just about to say Takashi movie all day or day. I was laughing my ass. I saw a post because you know all the racist motherfuckers is mad about the Little Mermaid shit, and they was posting like a bunch of like black movies, but they was putting the white actors' faces on top of it, and then people started getting them back, taking the white movies, putting the black actors' face on top of it. I fucking died though when they took a picture of Snitch, the rock movie. They put Takashi's head on that motherfucker. <laughs> I was in tears when I saw that one. But yeah, so he ends up getting. Was he? No, he got shot in the head. Because you find out later, he, they go have the meeting with the, the boss. Did you ever get the boss's name? Uh, no, I did not. All right, so he the boss then. Because he keeps talking about this is my body, oh. And you motherfuckers are fucking on my body, oh. He, they, George Clooney and them, they go hand over their transaction. Everything go good. Everything swell. And George Clooney's like, hey, how about I want, I want more? Instead of 10, we're going to up it to 50. And then man's like, all right, that's what's up. Let me show you something real quick. She see that dead body? I got wolves underground. You fuck with me, you're gonna go get fed to the wolves. Which of course, you know, they're not, they're gonna come back. You know, that's mad setup, right? It actually comes back multiple times. Which I was like, well, we'll talk about it when I get there later. Fuck right. it. But yeah, to say they get fed to the wolves. What's that? What happens at the art museum, Mike? Uh basically, uh, George Clooney and his girlfriend, they're at the art gallery. They're he's like drinking up some, he's drinking like Jack Daniels or something like some that. Shit. And, but she's pissed off because he's acting like an asshole pretty much at this art no. gallery and picking up art and just being a jackass. Yep. Uh, his friend Attila is there too. And like he's just talking to some random girls like, hey, where can I get some good blow around here? It's like, oh, I know a place. And and she's like, oh, do you think your girlfriend of mine? Like, yeah, she won't mind. She'll she'll be okay with that. And then she's like standing. Her his girlfriend's like standing right there. Uh, yeah, right there. <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was like, damn, is he like just about to blatantly cheat on his girl right in front of her? And they never really find out. Maybe he did. I don't know. But yeah, the art museum scene. I was laughing at because that's when it really hit me the whole. Time. I'm like, she would not fuck with this dude. Like, what is this pairing going on right here? I guess opposites attract, Mike. Maybe that's what they're saying. <laughs> That's because it's George Clooney, I guess. So. That you know, even with his little weird haircut he got, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't stop looking at his hair the whole time. He even got the little chops on the side and everything. It's a weird haircut for your boy, but hey, she liked it. Well, at the same time, this is all going down. Uh, we cut to a club. Looks like a punk rock club, and uh, Fake Baldwin is up there and True Blue. Asking this, <laughs> yeah, asking this uh, girl about. What her age is. So the age of consent thing is going You're 21? Down. No way you're 21. You're 21. He says like four times. And then this guy's like bugging him for a cigarette and he keeps up shooing him off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band gets done. Uh, he The guy, singer gets off the stage and then the singer and uh, are you calling the guy True Blue? That was, that was his name in the movie. Yeah. All right. So True Blue and the singer are talking and the singer's getting loud and stuff like, hey, do you have any blow? And the other guy's like, hey, calm calm down. Be quiet. Don't act like a jackass. <laughs> I'll get you some. And hey, so he gives him some blow. Sir, do you have any drugs? Can I buy <laughs> some drugs from you, Mr. Drug Dealer? Like, obviously, like, I would have never. I would have straight left. But he's dumb, so. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ends up fucking with him. He's getting the drugs off of your man. It's like basically like shoving them out in the middle, like looking at him and putting them out. He's like, hey, what the fuck? And then, of course, as you would suspect, at least I suspected, did you suspect that they were undercovers? Yeah, I suspected that. It's fairly odd. Black dude comes back up like, hey, you got a cigarette? And dude's like, man, I told you to get the fuck away from me. Handcuff. Going to jail now. It's raps. And I got a question because you got children, so I want to know. The next scene, girlie finally tells her that, hey, I'm pregnant. She pulls out a sheet. I guess with ultrasounds. I've never, every ultrasound picture I've ever seen is just one little picture like this that's black and white or something. She pulled out a little piece of paper that had like six blocks. I've never seen that before. Have you? Uh, no, I have not. Okay, so I ain't tripping in because I was like, what? that's not an ultra. Because I was thinking, I'm like, is that ultra? Because the little shape and everything looked like it. But I'm like, but that's not how they fucking look. I've seen them in person. I ain't got no children, but I know people with children and I've seen the ultrasound and that ain't look like no children. But I guess I was wrong. All right, sorry. H. Gordon Booze says, fuck yous, because that's ultrasound. Bars. <laughs> but yeah, that she's having a kid, and your boy George Clooney's like, us. So, <laughs> what are we going to do about this? And she's like, ha, I'm having this baby. Fuck you. And he's like, oh. And how does he cope with that, Mike? Well, first he's like, oh, that's great and stuff. And she's she goes and cooks some dinner, and then but while she goes, she's she went gone. She some ice cream, which was so fucking weird. She had a big ass bowl and just scooped like three big ass things of ice cream in it. I guess showing that she's pregnant. I guess I don't fucking know. But. Could be. <laughs> but anyway, while she's doing that, uh, he wants to take off the edge a little bit. Yeah. And the way he does that, he's smoking them crack rocks. That's right. He pulled that crinac. I was fucking in tears. Because when he pulled the pipe, I was like, wait, that, wait, that looked like crack pipe. I've seen New Jack City. I went to a public school. And then he pulls out the four. I'm like, he about to smoke some crack. And he actually hits that shit. And then she kind of walks over and she basically, and she didn't have to think in her hand, she would have just did the, put her hands on her hips like, oh, honey. It's basically the kind of look she gave. Like, this is nothing. We <laughs> crack gets smoked every day, B. You be all right. <laughs> so while he getting this crack on, your boy True Blue is getting interrogated by the detective. Because the whole time they've been cutting back and forth to him and he's in there doing bad to food. He's like, this is gross. He took a bite of the bread. Like, even the bread is nasty. I ain't eating this shit. So he's breaking. And the detective noticed, so he bring him into interrogation. He's like, look, you going to tell me what I want to know, or I'm going to send you up to Chino, and you're going to be getting big black dicks all up in the booty hole. And that's when he's finally like, all right, man, look, I'm going to tell you. And you don't, see, you don't see him snitch, but you know he snitched. And then while that's going on, I don't, this, I, I don't really give a fuck about these characters, so I don't really remember <laughs> what happened. But they're talking, him and it's, it's George Clooney and Attila do whatever the fuck, talking about family. Getting a Vin Diesel one out here, cause, <laughs> cause your boy wasn't a fucking Mark is getting upset, cause he's like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. Fuck this scene, I don't care, <laughs> cause I don't care about these people. But now you do find out that True Blue wasn't very true, and he got some snitch on, cause a lot of them dudes from the trap house are all getting lined up, and this cop is an asshole, I will say. Because they got all them lined up in the entryway, and they sending him out right at the same time. So, of course, they see each other, and he's like, oh, put two and two together. You a fucking snitch. So, they got him killed, basically. But I guess if they don't give a fuck about him, like, we don't. I don't. I want him to die earlier. So, <laughs> you delaying this shit for me. Yeah, but, once he showed up, like, in the film, I was like, I hope he dies. I'm telling you, all of them immediately wanted all of them to die. Even George Clooney. That's what I said, party for assholes earlier. All of them can die. Just nuke this fucking house. Hit him with the kiss me deadly box and just vaporize everybody. <laughs> I'd have been fine with that too. 
Well, Gene Simmons and D.D. Pfeiffer can survive. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the, all the people, they are the two that I could say, you know what? You, you fine. You can survive, I guess. But everybody else is die. Extreme prejudice out here in the streets. Kill them all, Peter. <laughs> Uncle Ben. Alt- I want that alternate universe, Uncle Ben, goddamn. I want Uncle Ben to be like, when you be dying, instead of say, Peter, just kill them all, Peter. <laughs> That's the movie I want. Let me make a Spider-Man movie. There you go. He already hang with the Punisher as it is. Shit. But whatever. I'm making better movies out here. I got to talk about this bullshit. Uh, Mar- oh. <laughs> already he's smoking crack. Now he's out surfing when he's supposed to take his baby mama to the doctor. How big of a, like, demerit is this towards, like, potential husband points, dad points to not take the mama to the doctor on the first dates? Ah, uh, that's, pre- that's pretty shitty of him. So <laughs> he's definitely getting some demerit points. So again, I'm just like every time they have a scene together, I'm like, why are you fucking with him? Like, I don't understand. I feel like I'm the the parent here. It's like, like my daughter's like, what do you see in this guy? Like, here, come let me talk to you real quick, George Clooney. But then again, you say he's George Clooney, so. And I will I will give a spoiler as I watch this with Anita, and she said the best thing about it was the cute guy. So there you go. And she did give it a score, but I'll tell you later, fuck it. I want to see what yours is first. <laughs> but he doesn't go to the doctor. And I think this is a little bit, I kind of had a vibe here, and it does end this way slightly, but Attila is talking to her. He seems to be the level-headed one, and he's talking to Gurley, and you can see there's something going on in the background here to where he's like, you know, George Clooney, did he die? Maybe that won't be such a bad thing. He doesn't say that. That's what I'm thinking he's thinking in his head, because you can tell. He he, he eyeing Gurley. He's like, hmm, you know, maybe I can be stepdaddy. Wolf, he wants to put that D and DD. That's right. DD, you get the D. Triple D. Deluxe. <laughs> yeah, him and uh, George Clooney get into a squabble, though, because they, they made this deal with the dude for all the money and shit. And hey, your boy's like, hey, man, look, you having a kid now, man. Look, we'll handle this. You just do this, and you'll still get like $75,000. And your boy George Clooney's like, man, look, don't nobody tell me what to do. And he starts swinging on his homie, and they get into a fight. And then, of course, the Latino homies see him, and they're like, hey, <laughs> You come in with us. Take him back to the boss. Boss is like, hey, man, look, your boy True Blue wasn't so true when he got that snitch on. So you, I want him dead. I want his family dead. I want his house burnt to the ground. That's what he should have said. But he didn't because yeah. I didn't write it. And they're like, hey, look, let me, George Clooney's like, let me handle him. And I'll have him here by the morning. And he's like, all right, bet. But if you don't, I'm going to kill him. And I'm going to kill you. And probably that motherfucker too. Bars again. How am I doing this? Hanging around PJ too long. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah. This next scene right here, this line. The whole fucking reason I bought this damn movie, this one shot, the next morning comes. Well, they, you know they have a squabble with Blue because they're mad that he snitched and everything, but they're like, I guess, George Clooney doesn't really want to, George Clooney like, fuck, we just killed this motherfucker. Tiller's like, no, we can't do that. That's the homie. So they compromise. How do they compromise, Mike? Well, basically, well, it looks like at first that they arrive at the trap house as you call it. <laughs> the trap, that's sir. And pretty much uh, Attila and uh, Remar uh, pull up in their truck. Uh, they get a body out of the uh, back of the truck. So it looks like it's true blue with his head covered. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can say the line. I don't even remember the line, man. They bring him out and then they pretty much uh, shoot him in the head and he's like, hey, you wanted uh, your fucking justice. Well, here it is. Ah, that's right. That's right. There's your fucking justice. And I, I knew immediately, like, I, I like, I mean, it's not him. 
Why yeah. would the fucking head be covered up? Like, come on, man. They, I'm glad that at least the dudes wasn't that stupid to believe this shit because they do know that, yeah, it's some bullshit. Because they go to drop True Blue off and they're going to send him to the train strike station or wherever the fuck it was. But instead of getting on the train, he goes and buys some crack. So there you go. I'm about to make this motherfucker humble because he gets captured and taken back to the boss. And the boss is like, hey, I thought you were dead. Shank, now you are dead. So he's finally gone out of the picture. It took long enough. Um, What the fuck was this note? Oh, there's a romantic dinner going on. That, okay, I saw a dinner. Up. Tell me about the dinners. All I wrote was dinner. I don't even remember what the fuck happened. Well, she's setting up dinner. She's got the candlelight going on. Uh, Mark shows up like, hey, babe, what's going on? And it's like, oh, I made dinner. Here's some chicken, some wine, some salad. I uh, gonna get some nookie afterwards. And, and Mark's <laughs> like, oh, we, let's do this later because I got to go on a drug run tonight. So it's just like more demerits for your homie right here. He, he trash, folks, if you can't tell. Just because he looked like George Clooney don't mean you deal with this trash, ladies. But then you'll see what happens to him. Like, that's how I knew. I don't know if, if you knew. But I knew. I was like, he's going to die. Yeah. Like, he's not going to see this baby get born. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen, but he's going to die. He has I, two days until retirement. Exactly. He may as well. Well, he actually, you know what? This is supposed to be that, that one last yep. job. Like they always say, never yep. really works out. Seven Superfly, that one kind of worked out. He got away at the end, but then there's two sequels, so <laughs> but whatever. That's another episode. So they're going out there to go do this run, but this time the buoy don't have the drugs in there. It's got Blue's head in there. <laughs> and then I wrote in my notes, finally, an hour and 19 minutes into this fucking movie, there's finally a shootout. And I don't know about you, but this shootout fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, it was kind of pretty boring, pretty much. It's just... The guy, the guy in the gunboat shooting at Ramar, and just uh, nothing really exciting happens. No, it is like the most boring shootout. And then it's at night, so a lot of times I'm like, "Who the fuck is shooting?" Like when, well, spoilers, I guess. But Mark George Clooney finally fucking dies here. I don't even know when it happened. Like, who, who did he run into the thing and explode? Like, what the hell even happened? Well, I think what happened is there was like a bank or whatever, and he crashed into it. Mm. And then the guy in the gunboat was going after him. Somehow he got blinded. I don't know how he got blinded, <laughs> but he explodes right into this bank. And then uh, Attila comes up and comes up to the bank and pulls out Ramar's body. And he's pretty much toasty at hey. this point. Yeah, he burnt quick. Yeah, barbecuing the night. <laughs> He's yeah. dead as fuck. Dead as fuck. And I felt no remorse for any of these people. But that's the whole thing. I'm like, you wait all this time. Because I'm like I said, I, you see the you got the cover. You see the cover. You see guns yeah. and aiming and explosions. And it's none of that. And then when you finally do get it, it still sucks. It's just like I just did a quick review for another Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray I had called Flesh Eater. You seen that one or have that one? No. It's supposed to be the guy who was the lead zombie. And Night of the Living Dead. He was like, hey, I'm going to make a spiritual type sequel or some shit to Night of the Living Dead. He's going to play the zombie. I, it's Basically, you might as well just say it's the same fucking zombie. The whole movie, Mike, is about an hour, 20-something minutes long. There is no plot. The zombie gets awakened. Kids out in the forest, they die. Zombies go walk around town, they die. And then at the end of the movie, spoilers, because who the fuck cares... They burn a barn that supposedly had all the zombies that was left in town. They, like, like the end of Night of the Living Dead, they go around just shooting a bunch of them in the head. I give it props. I burst out laughing. There was two survivors. And they were like, hey, pow, pow. Y'all died too. I did laugh. And they actually killed a little girl. I was shocked. There was a little girl who was like trick-or-treat or some shit. 
And she opened up the door to go give out candy. She was like, oh, yeah, look at your costume. He just picked her up and bit the fuck out of her. And I was like, oh, 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 didn't expect that. And then she came back as a zombie too. But yeah, they burned up the barn. Everybody supposedly burned up. But somehow that main zombie didn't die. And then he bites the cop in the neck. And then he looks into the camera. May as well just fucking winked into the camera the way it was shot. And then it ends. That's the whole fucking movie. And it reminded me of this again because it's like, you get the gore. It's got nice gore effects, but a lot of time it's people getting bit in the neck. So it's like after a while you just like this shit. Okay, it's, it's boring. How many times I watch somebody neck get bit? So it's it's kind of like this. It's like all right, you sit through this whole fuck it boring ass movie. <laughs> finally get a fucking shootout and then it's nothing. And then I'm like, all right, well at least you know they're going to try and go back and kill dude, which is what they they plan their attack. George Gene Simmons is hype about an AK-47. <laughs> And ready then, to rock and roll. Yeah, I was wondering when the lines, something like that had to come up eventually. Ready to rock all night. And party every day. See, I know a little bit. Yeah, they go back to the trap house and it's a shootout. I don't even know what to say. It's just a boring ass shootout. And you get like one guy gets, what the fuck? Oh, he's like playing dead or some shit. Yeah. And then he, got, he shoot, stands up and shoots the dude, but then the dude stumbles into him and they both fall into the wolf pit. That made me laugh because that shit was dumb. <laughs> And then uh, there's a guy with some real nice silky ass hair that gets the fucking Bruce Lee treatment because he tries to shoot a mirror or something, not realizing it's a mirror, then he gets shot in the back or something. No, he steps out and shoots him in the front. That's right. So he did. And then Attila just goes and wastes mad ammo. Like, if we was playing online, everybody would be cussing him out because it's like, why are you giving up your position, you dumbass? Because <laughs> he just, there's blatantly nobody in this office, but he just cannot get his fucking finger off the trigger. And I did laugh because on the desk, there was a, a a little Black Panther statue thing. My dad had two of those, back like legit the same exact fucking things on either side of his entertainment center. A big Black Panther fucking artwork behind him, and then he had a Black Panther blanket. I'm like, this is '90s as fuck. You know, it's 1989. A number another summer get down side of funky drum. But yeah, so Attila and the boss they get into a fight, and my note is that his dumb ass turned his back. Why does nobody listen to Bruce Lee? Bruce Lee said, enter the dragon, never take your eyes off your opponent, even when you bow, motherfucker. So, because he got, basically, he got him near the wolf pit, and then he got the gun on him, and he's like, talking shit or something, I think, or he's like, oh, please don't kill me, though, no, not the wolves, not the wolves, man. And then he doesn't throw him down, or he just, like, pulls him back. And then, of course, he's going to reach for a gun and try and shoot you in the back, but then Gene Simmons saved the day. Now, me, like I was saying earlier, I would have just popped the kneecaps, push your ass in there so you can't run shoot you in the dick push you in there all scenarios end with me pushing you the fuck in there shoot whatever limb you want shoot him in the neck i don't give a fuck shoot the feet you're not gonna get out of there anyway just push him in there bite him him in the neck and push him in (laughs) bite him in the fucking neck and push him in there punch him in the chest something but just make sure he goes in the hole they set this shit up earlier in the movie get him in the fucking hole but Gene Simmons has to come in there and do it to save him from being the jackass. I kind of wish he had got shot. I thought the way it was going to play out, he's going to shoot him in the back, then Gene Simmons will come and shoot him, and then it would just end with Gene Simmons being the only one alive. But I don't get that lucky, folks. So the day is avenged. George Clooney, we got you. Everybody dead now. Girlie's about to go to Portland because that's where she wanted to go with her kid. Natilla's like, hey, I brought you some money. And she's like, if this is money, I don't want it. And he's like, well... Can we go together? And then all of a sudden, she don't mind having that money no more. Because now she got a ride and some money. And like I said earlier, you already knew this was coming. Because he was eyeing her. And he was flirting. Yeah. And he was trying to get his stepdaddy points before daddy was even dead. 
And the whole movie ends with them on a motorcycle driving towards Portland with him wearing some stupid ass looking sunglasses that I laughed at when I saw him. And the movie ends. <laughs> <laughs> that was Red Surf. And that was probably 46 minutes, Mike. <laughs> Nothing fucking happened here. Yeah, we slammed through that. Because it, it legitimately, like, I'm all right, let me see my notes. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten lines of notes. Like, we've done some stupid ass shit on this podcast. I have more notes for Roller Gator. <laughs> Roller Gator, I probably have more action. At least Roller Gator had ninjas. <laughs> like, there was nothing here. My, I was, like, I was legit. Anita fell asleep multiple times watching this. Like, I'm sitting there nodding off. Like, well, you saw, I was on Twitter posting shit. <laughs> like, when the movie was playing, like, I did not care. But, you know, I'm getting into my review now. So, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play promo. And then we're going to come. I'm going to play ads, too. Because, fuck, wait. We might as well put some ads in here. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll be right back. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. So, Mike. Yeah. What did you think about Red Surf? I am very, very curious. This is my second time seeing this. Uh, I think the first time I watched it, I, I might have thought it was a little bit better. I probably gave it like a six at the time. Ooh, okay. But after kind of watching it the second time, I kind of felt the drag a little bit more. <laughs> I think just because I knew what was going to happen and stuff. Uh, so I wasn't as interested. I forgot how much True Blue uh, annoyed the fuck out of me in this film <laughs> and how long it took to get to the action. And then the action itself wasn't really that good. So I don't know why I gave it six originally. I, I give this one like maybe like a. I don't want to be that generous. I was going to give it a four. I think I'm going to give it a three. Oh, all right. Now I was curious because Anita gave it a one out of ten. Said only and only got the point for the Q guys running around, I guess. So there you go. I struggled, man. This was rough. <laughs> and it might be like that too, because like I said, just last night I also watched Flesh Eater, which had a very similar issue, but was two minutes shorter or twenty minutes shorter, I mean. This shit being almost an two hour, close to two hours. And like I said, you don't get the first shootout until an hour and nineteen minutes in. Funny enough, there was a um interview on the disc with Dee Dee Pfeiffer. And she kept talking about going on like, oh, how this, this is a guy's movie. Oh, you know, it's a guy movie. No, the fuck it's not. I don't know who this is made for. This feel like it could be like some made for TV ass bullshit. Cause nothing really happens. It can be like, I don't know, like a PSA against drugs or like being a better parent. I don't fucking know. It's, it's not an action movie. I, they, yeah, they mislabeled the hell out of this. This yeah. you might, drama is probably honest. They said they said action crime drama. You can just call it crime drama. There is no action here, and that was very very disappointing. Um, 
I might have to do it. I can't decide on the number. I might have to drop it. I can, I'm giving it a two, man. <laughs> Shit is rough. <laughs> I was gonna give it a three like you, but it's I can't. I can't, man. Because even like looking back on it, like even the action. Because like my whole problem with Flesh Eater was that it was just the horror like death scenes, but with no plot. Here you got plot with no actions. Like I can't motherfucking win. It's like can I get something right in the middle? And the bad part about it is, I was gonna watch Writing Wrongs. Because I put that fucking Blu-ray in yesterday, and I saw the first five minutes, and I stopped it because I was like, nope, that's a podcast episode. And then I changed my mind. You know, you know a Red Surf. I saw that thing with the guy getting his head blown off. Let's try Red Surf. And it's streaming on YouTube. That was a mistake. Yes. <laughs> because that has Cynthia Rothrock and Corey and all that shit. Like, that was probably going to be a way better movie. That will get watched next time. Because I forgot, after this, we in the Halloween Hustle. So I'm a, it's all horror now after this. So I was like, you know, let me get a good action movie in before the horror. I didn't. This movie fucking sucks. Two pack of ass all the way through. Where is Joe Budden at? You, that shit is a, a two pack of ass. Pretty much. Thank you, Joe. Because, man. You said the best, Joe. <laughs> like the whole time watching this movie just. You will do your best. To stay awake. It is all that can be expected. <laughs> I will pray for you all. Like, How'd your back feel? I broke my back. <laughs> Spinal. Like, the whole time I'm just watching is like what? 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 <laughs> uh, but no, it's 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 bad, man. And and then, like I said, the bad part about it is I have the vinegar syndrome yearly thing. So when it's one of those ones, it's like you know, it, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. That's the fun of watching it. This is a fucking archive Blu-ray, which you have to buy separately. So I actually bought this fucking movie, and it's probably going to just gather dust because I'm not going to sell it or nothing. <laughs> it's just going to sit there, and it's a pretty box. The box looks nice. Yeah. The movie just sucks. <laughs> I mean, I like the scene where he shoots the one guy and says, here's your fucking justice. But And that's in the trailer. Like, <laughs> you don't even need the movie for that part. Like, well, you don't even need the movie. It's on YouTube. Shit. <laughs> the whole thing is right there. So, I, you know, there's my review for it. Don't buy it unless you really want to. If you want to try it and see maybe if I, maybe I'm tripping, maybe Mike tripping, maybe you like it. Maybe you're a big Jewish Clooney fan. Maybe this goes next to your box sets of fucking ER or something. Go watch it. And then you can let me know how much you hate it because it's going to suck. I'm just going to tell you that now, folks. Yeah, this was easily the worst Gene Simmons movie I've seen. Oh, Never Too Young to Die, like, shits on this movie. Like, this yeah. yeah, no, it's, like, way better. Hell, the other one, what's the other one that he was in? What the fuck is the name? Runaway? I know, not not even that one. There's one of Dead or Alive. What's, there was one that I think... That Trick or Treat? Thank you. That's the one I'm thinking of. Like, that shit probably better than this. I ain't seen that one, though, but I hear everybody talk about it all the time. Or is it not? Uh-oh, you made a face. It is it. better. Oh, okay, it's, I was, I was like, better. oh. I was like, is it worse? Oh shit! But yeah, no, this is this is bottom. Like, I would rather watch Kiss the Phantom of the fucking Park. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and he agrees. So that's it's bad, folks. It's boring. Don't waste your time. You want to see how you want to see how to get a home. Everybody's like, oh man, home those episodes are so long. You want to how to get them shorter? Give me something trash. And there you go. <laughs> not not even good trash. Even bad trash. Boring. Boring trash. Even. And that's what this was. Boring trash. Sorry, vinegar syndrome. It sucks. Yeah, if um if you do uh, get a chance to wa- watch Writing Wrongs because it is kick ass. I was heavily disappointed when Brent's like, "Hey, let's still watch Red Surf." <laughs> I know. I just I, I forgot. I was looking through the box. I was like, "Oh, I forgot about that one." Let me. See. I was curious about that one, and then I was like, "Oh well." 
<laughs> Never mind. Uh, let's see who we got. Who we got that I ain't read in a while. That works. All right. So, got the Black History Flashcards. Hold that ass. From the Urban Intellectuals. This week, it's all about Bessie Coleman. Born January 26, 1892 and passed April 30th, 1926. She was an American civil aviator known as Queen Bess. First woman of African-American and Native American descent to hold a pilot license. In 1921, she received her international pilot license in France because no flight school in America would train a colored woman. Her goals were to expose her people to the world of aviation. She desired to speak to audiences, children to inspire them. She she desired to speak to audiences and children to inspire them to get get involved in the flight industry. I can't read right now. What the fuck? The movie melted my mind. In 1926, she fell to her death while practicing for one of her famous stunt shows. Evidence later indicated that her plane may have been tampered with. Of course, may have been. You might as well just say what. Inducted to the National Aviation Hall of Fame in 2006. Oh, Bessie Coleman. There you go. Black history for you. Mike, thank you for enduring Rear Sir for a second time, even. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I made you watch it again. I'm never watching it again after this. That's what I'm saying. It's it's gonna be a nice box on my shelf. <laughs> probably unless it's a curio or somebody's like, hey, what's Red Surf? And I'm like, watch it. Put it in. Watch it, keep it. <laughs> Take it away. No, from you can't me. you can't keep it, but you can watch it. <laughs> I pay money for this shit. But nah, you know, I'll be like, I'm gonna just let them watch it while I'm in playing my switch or something in the background, look up occasionally to see if they're still awake. And I'm gonna go right back to my game. <laughs> It's not even on my shelf. It's like in the closet. I'm not displaying it. <laughs> they just thought that shit in the corner. That's what we're dealing with, folks. George Clooney, yes, he wasn't in the special features. I wonder why. But, Mike, if they wanted to find you online, where would they do so? Uh, you can mainly find me on Twitter at Michael Bagford. You can also find me at Instagram at Bagford Michael. I post an album a day, uh, podcast appearances, uh, just random shit. <laughs> and that's where you can find all good things Mike Bagford. So check it out. I saw you actually, I've never seen nobody do this before, but you actually made a list of all the shows and episodes you've been on. I've never seen nobody do that before. There's probably shows I've completely, episodes I've completely forgotten about that I've done with shows. I think there's shows I've done episodes with that don't even exist no more. <laughs> I was thinking, I was, when I saw you do it, I was trying to think back and I'm like, man, fuck it. I had to just type in Home Video Hustle or Brent and see what the hell even pops up. Because I oh, I can't remember what show it was. There was a show I know it's not around no more. Well, hell, me and Brendan had a little baby wrestling podcast for a while until he fell out with the dude that ran the damn podcast. So I don't know where those episodes are anymore. I don't even know if that shit's still streaming. So the fact that you got a whole list, that shit crazy. But if you want to follow the Home Video Hustle podcast, you can do so on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P. Lowercase podcast, HVH podcast on Twitter, Home Video Hustle podcast on Instagram, Home Video Hustle on Facebook, Home Video Hustle on YouTube, where you should subscribe because I put out videos every Wednesday and I got motherfucking gameplay videos now. I think I, streaming is fun and I have fun doing it. Mike, did you have fun watching it? Yes, I did. There, there you go. Promotion right there. Last or not last week. Well, as you're hearing this, I guess it will be last week. Last Saturday, I played Fast and Furious Crossroads the Fast and Furious game on the PS4. And uh, I actually sat and beat the whole damn game. I know you had to leave, Mike, but I did finish it. It's a little over four hours, like four hours and like 18 minutes. And it was definitely moments where like I, it was, controllers almost got thrown. <laughs> it was pissing me off after a while because there was a couple of missions that were annoying. I had to, it was a race and I had to do two laps and they were long as fuck. 
and I got right to the end of the second race and them slippery ass driving controls. I ran into a fucking wall and I had to do the whole thing all over again. And then the last level was doing some fuckery too. You just go watch the whole replay because I don't know if Twitch saves them forever, but I saved them forever on YouTube and it's uploaded. I posted it earlier. So you go watch the Fast and the Furious Crossroads long play. I'm gonna start doing that from now on. Like honestly, there's certain games where I'm like, I'm gonna stream this. I want the only bad thing is I can't really currently do it on my Xbox. Xbox, of course, is on that fuck shit. Like the PlayStation legit. Plug the microphone directly into the PS5. Got the headphones. Everything. And I got the camera. Everything worked perfectly. Xbox, don't let you do that. I got to buy an extra fucking peripheral. I got to buy some other than that. So Xbox games won't be happening for a while. <laughs> so it's all PS5 all day, every day. And I think the next game I'm thinking about, I don't, <clears throat> it's, it is some, it's some hot shit coming out. I don't know if you saw trailers like the new Street Fighter look hard. The new Tekken look hard. So... There's a new Resident Evil expansion coming out. I might just... I, I want to replay Resident Evil 6. That might honestly be the next thing I do on there. Because that's... The, I've only played it once. Everybody says that game is horrible. I remember not hating it. So I'm going to go through it again. We're going to find out. So I beat Resident Evil 2 as Leon from start to finish on there. So that's wraps. But I did get lost a little bit because I forgot some places. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. I beat it in three hours instead of two. I still beat it in one sitting. God damn it. So I don't know. Keep on the lookout. Twitch.tv slash home video hustle. Please follow all that good shit on there to watch it live. And then you can always watch the post full live stream on YouTube later. You got options, folks. And you can support the show over at patreon.com slash home video hustle. Um, and like I said, unfortunately, it looked like P might not be around for the near future. So I'm going to just either grab camera. I'll grab Chris, I'll grab Mike, I'll grab whoever the fuck wants to record. I know there's a lot of people that have been wanting to record and be on the show, but I've been trying to line PJ up with it. But now, since that's probably not going to be a thing for the moment, I'm going to get the Patreon, I'm going to get the people, we're going to get the shit popping. God damn it. Or I'll just do it myself sometimes if I got to, but it's fine. Somebody got Mike, somebody always willing to talk with me about some bullshit. Unfortunately, I inflicted him with Red Surf, but it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot. It it gets better. But yeah, that's so patreon.com slash home hustle. I'm gonna start working on the bonus episodes again when I get time to watch movie. School is I will be done in school at the end of October. I will have mad free time again to do bonus shits. Be patient with me, please. I'm trying to get the education going. So I'll have bonus episodes. I do have tons of recorded videos. I will start uploading those again too. Cause I started recording those. So even the newer ones, like I recorded us talking about Nightmare on Elm Street and um oh, what the what the fuck? Oh, Hot Boys. So there are videos of that now. So all that shit's out there and I will upload it. And then I still got all the old shit from when me and PJ were doing podcasts every weekend. So I got you. Don't worry. So yeah, I'm throwing it out there now. If you're interested in recording with me, holla at your boy. We'll figure something out. I'm free on the weekends. I'm, I got a new job. I'm about to work second shift. So I'll be gone in the afternoon. I'll be working from 3 to 1130. So it kind of fucks that up. But <laughs> weekends, I'm good. So let me know. And I think on that note, I don't got much else left to say right now. Unless, Mike, you got some parting words for the listeners. Uh, no, not really. All right, I don't either. <laughs> like I said, this movie didn't give me a lot to talk about. There's like nothing there. Oh, um, I got a really crap. I, I got a dubious IMDb fact for this movie. Oh, let's go. I okay, I didn't look up facts. I don't know how legit this one is, but it says... Quentin Tarantino is a fan of the film and considered George Clooney for a part in Reservoir Dogs after seeing his performance in it. 
you know, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised with him sitting in the video store watching weird shit all day. It probably true. Would you could? What would that have been like if George Clooney was in red? What part do you think he'd have gave him? Ah, uh, I don't know. Mr. Orange having bleeding the whole time. A fucking die is there, <laughs> Lord Larry. Actually, no, don't change that. Tim Roth is the best. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is the worst, but it's the. I best. can't see George Clooney in that film, to be honest. What would, oh, now we're gonna do fan casting. What if he was Mr. Blonde? <laughs> would that be no. the same? No, Michael nope. Massey can't replace him. Yeah, who the fuck would he be? Unless he was like the Tarantino characters. He'd only be there for like two seconds, though. He just get shot in the head and die at some point. Mr. Pink, maybe? You know, it's hard to see anybody else play that part. That's the only thing. Everybody in that movie played their part so well, it's hard to yeah. imagine anybody else playing them. Oh, oh, I got a question for you. All right. <laughs> George Clooney or Val Kilmer? Batmans. Um, I prefer George Clooney as Really? Batman. Usually oh. people say Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer got all the memes. He got the meme smile and everything. I thought you picked Val. The George Clooney one. I don't care what nobody says. I'm we're gonna get to that one day. I love yeah. that fucking movie. I've always liked that movie. I don't think it I don't love the film, but I don't think it's that bad as people make it out. It's not be. the worst comic book movie. I've seen some <laughs> I've seen some shit. Batman Morbius. I never seen Morbius, but I heard it's on Netflix. Maybe that'll be an, a Patreon hustle one day. I'll just watch that real quick. You know what the bad thing is? Is that when they show like the big like D23 Expo and they go, oh, we got the Thunderbolts coming up. I'm like, yeah. But then I see a trailer for something like Morbius. I'm like, okay, now you have my attention. This look like garbage. I'm more interested by the garbage. <laughs> a lot of Marvel movies, you're going to see a lot of the same old shit. Yeah. That's kind of why I was interested in She-Hulk. I still need to watch that damn show because it was like, it seemed different. It's like a little sitcom thing. And then I saw people mad about her on her shaking that ass. I was like, oh. I got to watch it now. <laughs> exactly. You know me too. I heard Megan Thee Stallion on her shaking ass. I'm watching that. I still know some of all these weirdos out here, but it's it's fine. You, you go be weirdos, you nerds. <laughs> fucking nerds. You got me calling yep. you a nerd. You a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched it at all? Uh, not yet. I'm going to watch it, man. That might be a Patreon hustle right there. I don't know. Maybe I'll do some she-hawking. I mean, only She-Hulk offseason. I mean, I'm not even going to say that anymore. But <laughs> you probably know where that was going, folks. But yeah, before I say something else bad, I just got to say one more thing. I'm Brent. I'm Mike. Let's go. See how fast I can do it. Yeah. Let it know I'm good with my fingers. <laughs> Oh, have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever day you listen to this song. You can't, can't nobody say nothing. Jazz, you can't say nothing. It's under an hour and a half. Everybody, oh, Hope the Hustle always got four-hour podcast. Not this week. Thank George Clooney and thank H. Gordon Booze. Booze. Yeah, I forgot to go back to that. That's the, that's the real review. H. Gordon Booze. It's too easy, though. I didn't want to go for it. But it's the outro. I can do what I want now. But it sucks. Red Surf sucks. I'll say it again. It sucks. It's boring. There's no action. The action it have is whack. Two pack of ass. Trash. Trash. I ain't said that in a while. George Clooney got me breaking out the old catchphrases again. Mike, would you agree? Yeah, he gets the door. Ooh. <laughs> Baby explosion back there. 
<laughs> but yeah, it, it sucks, man. Don't waste your time. Just listen to us tell you about it. And that's all we did. We told you about it. Yeah. And you're like, oh, we didn't talk about it very much because guess what? Nothing much happens. That's how it works, folks. Next week, the Halloween hustle begins. Maybe I'll get Cameron to watch Freddy again. I'll tell him I gave him a break. Maybe I was a liar. Maybe it's like still or not still on uh Schwarzenegger and Commando. I lied. We'll see what happens. I, if I can talk him into it, it might happen. PJ did tell me though, I asked him, like, you gonna be able to do any of the Halloween episodes. I know that's always his favorite part to do. I'm not done yet. But <laughs> I asked him, I was like, you wanna do any more? He said, I'll do I'll try and do at least two of them. So maybe in the next two months, maybe once, one month, once one, I don't know how he's gonna do it, but he said he's gonna try and get two of them in. So we'll see what happens, folks. And until then, I just got one thing left to Peace. Here's your fucking justice. <laughs> oh, peace. <laughs>